welcome to the Food Freedom Podcast. I am Coach Mary Roberts, and this podcast is all about finding your freedom from food addiction. And we're going to talk about all things related to food addiction and recovery. Let's dig in. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 13. And today I'm talking a little bit about the short-term strategies that we can use for protecting our food sobriety. So um, the short-term strategies, that is things that we can do in the short term to get ourselves out of a danger zone. So things that can give us distance between us and our wrong eating, our potential wrong eating decision that, that we could be about to make when we're in a danger zone. So a lot of times when we find ourselves in a danger zone, what we need in that immediate moment is some distance between us and the food so that we can make the right decision for ourselves. Um, and let me remind you, the right decision is always the decision to stay food sober, always. Um, there are some, some short-term strategies that we can use to get ourselves out of a situation, but I want to be clear that these are not lifelong strategies. Uh, th- these are not in, you know, these are just in the moment strategies to buy ourselves some time. The long-term strategy always is going to be daily pursuit of recovery. Um, you know, following the steps of food sobriety and practicing them day after day when faced with danger zones and the lies that we um, hear from the voice of sabotage. It's the the daily pursuit of re- remaining food sober through, you know, um, working, you know, reflecting, working on our the doing the head and heart work that we need to do to free ourselves from the obsession with food. That's the long term strategy. So, you know, when you find yourself at a crossroad and you're trying to decide between remaining food sober or buying into the lie of Ed, you know, buying into the lie that that voice of sabotage is telling us at the moment, not only do we have to use the HALT strategy, remember HALT, am I hungry, am I angry or anxious, or am I lonely or tired, or these are the universal danger zones, like, is is it one of those that is, you know, causing me to want to use food inappropriately? Lee, right now, you know, we, we not only do we use HALT, but, you know, we have to stop and evaluate and reflect on what our real need might be in that moment. So, you know, we may also have to remove ourselves from the situation physically and put physical distance between us and the food. Um, we might have to do something to distract ourselves mentally or physically. So some things that we can do in a danger zone um, to, you know, avert derailing so that we don't derail and, and you know, go on a downward spiral. Um, one thing we could do is go on a short walk, leave the house, you know, go through the steps of halt while you're walking, Ref- reflect and evaluate why you are wanting to eat in that moment. What, what's the real need? You know, spend that time. Not only is the walking, you know, outside getting fresh air and maybe, you know, sunlight if it's during the day. Not only is that good for us and, and, you know, can help us clear our mind, but, you know, we can take that time to, to reflect on what's going on. Because if you're, if you're wanting to eat and you know it's not because of true hunger, then we got to get to the, the reason why. And that way you can look to see what the real need is and fill that. And when we fill our real need, we don't feel um, 
pulled or compelled to eat anymore once our need is actually filled. Um, something else you could do, find something to do with your hands. Maybe play a game on your phone, play a game of solitaire, knit or crochet if you have that talent, um, draw or color, um, file or paint your nails, you know, go work in your garden or pull weeds or rearrange a bookshelf, uh, clean out a closet or a drawer, clean out your purse, um, write an old school handwritten letter to someone, um, or here's the concept, write in your journal. Dump all your feelings that you're feeling at, at that moment um, into your journal. Um, this next one may sound familiar because it's probably one of the, uh, quote, diet tips uh, that you read somewhere back in time in Woman's Day magazine or something like that. But it's uh, brushing your teeth um, or maybe putting uh, white strips on your teeth. And, you know, that can maybe, you know, keep you from, you know, putting something in your mouth because now you're, you're, you know, we don't want to combine that, the flavor combination, or we don't want to mess up our teeth if we've put white strips on them or something. Um, but that's another short-term strategy. Another thing that you can do is play mental games with yourself, like closing the kitchen. Um, this is something that I did in the early days and I, you know, I had to get creative and I really wanted to change my mindset and my perspective. So one thing that I came up with was closing my kitchen. And the way I saw it was, you know, if I was craving specific food from a, a particular place and I got in my car and I drove to that restaurant or that store and I saw that it was closed, you know, lights out, doors were locked. Clearly I wasn't going to get that thing I desired, right? So I would have to, you know, leave and come back another day when it was open. So I told myself that, um, you know, about my kitchen, you know, being closed that, you know, I, I could always come back at a, another time, you know, or go back the, the next day I, if I really still wanted to have, you know, what, if I really still wanted to have that food, you know, if I want it, I'd have to have it when the kitchen reopened. And, you know, generally the next day we're already over whatever it was that we may, you know, that may have been tempting us. Um, so, now, I know you've heard me say lots of times that recovery isn't about willpower, and it isn't, but that doesn't mean that sometimes we don't institute it um, or that we don't, you know, use sheer discipline with our behavior, but that's a short-term strategy as well. You know, willpower and discipline are also short-term strategies, but those short willpower and um, self-discipline is not recovery. You know, if, if we have to use discipline for 5, 10, 15 years, that doesn't sound, you know, very, very freeing, right? Like we don't want to have to always have to like pull ourselves up and dig deep and, and find the energy to, to, to not, you know, it, it takes energy to use willpower and discipline, right? And freedom is when we're, we're in full acceptance and we're not having to like dig into willpower or discipline to stay food sober. We just stay food sober because that's what we desire, right? So there's a, a difference there. Um, also, another strategy is if it's evening time, go to bed early. Even if you don't go to sleep right away, just go get in bed, read a book or listen to a podcast or sit there and daydream till you fall asleep. Call a friend, but basically get out of the kitchen, like get out of that area and you know, go 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 to go to bed. Um, if what you need to do 
is leave your house to get away from a situation and you go out in the car or you go walking, you know, you can utilize that time to listen to something inspiring or educational, something that will encourage you in your recovery, something that will keep your mind in the right space um, that, that, you know, in, in that, that mind space that makes you want to stay sober. Um, so anything that you can use to distract you from the situation at hand um, is a short-term strategy that may be helpful. But I want to be, I, I want it to be clear that all of the strategies, you know, in and of themselves, they are not things that define recovery, right? These are not, this is not, these, this is not recovery, but they are tools that you can use to further your recovery. They are tools that you can use to protect your food sobriety. So like I said, the, the long-term strategy is changing your mindset, making that paradigm shift from a person obsessed with food to a person who is at peace with no longer <coughs> using food for inappropriate reasons. So thank you for listening today. I truly appreciate you. I, I know today's episode is really just short and sweet. Um, I really want to keep them short so that, you know, if you're short on time and you just need a little like shot in the arm or something, you can come to this podcast and you know that you can, um, you know, get, get some, you know, quick info or, or, um, inspiration. Um, I don't want it to, I don't want to tackle too many things at, at once. Um, because sometimes I think when we hear too much information, it's overwhelming and, um, we get confused when we get overwhelmed. And so I like to give people just, you know, one thing to think about um, at a time. So anyway, to, to those, thanks for listening and, and being here. And to those of you that have messaged me to tell me how encouraged you are and that you've not missed an episode yet, I really appreciate you letting me know. Your feedback really means a lot to me. And lastly, um, I do want to remind you that my self-paced food freedom program is available for you to begin at any time. Um, I'm super excited for the many people that have purchased it already and have already started working on it. Um, I've already gotten some messages from people, but I can't wait to hear your stories about changes you've made and light bulb moments that you've had and victories that you have achieved because you have fought back against your voice of sabotage. So looking forward to hearing from all of you. Um, and as always, <clears throat> anybody can um, message me, you know, if you go um, in the show notes, my email's down there. You can send me a message anytime. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening today. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at KetoMary71, as well as my website, KetoCoachMary.com.